You sure are listening to the Ramble Room. Yes, you are. Man, I wish you had a bowling pin sound effect on your board. Wouldn't that be cool? It'd be like a... A terrible, terrible <laughs> Was that a good impression? impression? Look up a bowling pin sound and let's compare my sound effect to the actual sound effect and hear how amazing it is side by side. So here's mine. Those are the pins falling. I don't know. I think mine was pretty good. Almost identical, honestly. Almost. I should be a voice actor at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like but just for idea. sound, just for Foley, just for sound just, effects. No, just for bowling pins. <laughs> They'll just specifically hire me. I'm the bowling pin sound specialist. Yep. They bring me in and I say, no, no, no. It sounds more it's like this. <laughs> and sometimes you could cover your mouth or do like an echo sound where it's like. <laughs> it's sad that you are spending this much time on it. I don't think it's sad. Maybe pathetic, but not sad. I wouldn't go that far. It's sad for me to watch you derail this quickly. I don't know what you're talking about. This is completely has to do with our podcast. Because we watched Alley Cat Strike today. Sure, sure, sure did. Now, I, I guess I have a story, but not really. I just want to talk about, first of all, bowling alleys. I haven't been to a bowling alley in a while. I don't remember the last time I went. I think maybe I went one time in college. <laughs> Mine was towards the end of the pandemic was the last time I went. Oh. So recently. Yeah, yeah I haven't gone in a while. I, I think, yeah, maybe I went once while in college to a bowling alley that was sort of nearby, but not really. And I don't know why I went because I suck at bowling. So. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about is that I'm terrible at bowling. I don't think I've ever met someone who's great at it. I've never met a master of bowling or a pro bowler. I've never met a pro, but I've met people that are good at it. Yeah, I mean, maybe I have, and I just can't spot or pick out a name in my The thing is, is that... Memory. Even if you did, we don't care enough about bowling to, like, keep a mental note that, oh, that person actually did really good. Usually you just do it for fun. I I know. Most people are going, oh, I'm doing this for competitive reasons. Yeah, I would never get into competitive bowling because it would kind of ruin bowling for me. Our high school had a bowling team, though. Did they? Yes. I didn't know that. Maybe they didn't when you were there because you had Glee Club. We didn't have Glee Club. We had bowling um, teams. Let's not talk about our Glee Club. That okay. was. It lasted for two years. I was only in it for one. It just wasn't. It wasn't good. So that was the end of your story. You're just not good at bowling. Bowling? Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at bowling or bowling, but. Um, bowling I do is, remember like bowling is bowling but with boulders I remember birthday parties there with different friends but I also remember you had a birthday party at a bowling alley you told me it was for your seventh birthday I think so but I do remember going to the that bowling alley for your birthday party mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a cool place to have a birthday party yeah they, they're always like happy birthday to Ariana in yeah, lane they five. Ma- yeah they make an announcement they give you a bowling ball that all your friends sign. Yeah, you and can I think order I've, pizzas. Yeah, I think I've been to a couple of different friends' bowling party birthdays, and it's always yeah. fun. So uh, you know what? This is a shout out to all bowling alleys out there. Yes, your bowl bowling balls are probably filled with diseases of all sorts, but gosh, are you fun? <laughs> Good on you, man. They always have a specific smell too. I can't quite place it. It's like a weird smell that bowling alleys have. 
Am I alone in thinking this? No. <laughs> they have a distinct smell that I can't quite place. It's like a, I guess it's just a combination of everything that's in there. But yeah. anyway, you want to give us a synopsis of Alley Cat Strike? This is the IMDb synopsis. It says, a group of hip retro teen outsiders become involved in an inner high school bowling rivalry. Rivalry? Rivalry. Now, I just have to say, I was completely fucking confused. At the beginning of this? Well, just With throughout. The time? No, I'm just, well, yes, but I'm also just confused throughout the entire movie as to why a junior high, this is a middle school yeah. sports team, is held in such high regard. And, and Rihanna said. And why, but also why, like, the they're the ones deciding, like, the residents of this trophy it's confusing i said that it could be because the son of the mayor is like the head athlete of that middle school but like because the mayor gives a shit everybody does but i hardly even know who our mayor is yeah that's true (laughs) it's not like i know who our mayor's kids are and what if they're like sports stars and especially if they're in middle school if it's high school or college maybe but we also don't live in a small, small town. I guess, but you would think that focus would be on a high schoolers' teams. You would think, but it's not. And why is this trophy going and dependent on middle school sports, not high school sports? That makes zero sense to me, and it will never make sense, no, no matter how many times I try to make it make sense. I just wanted to start off with that, because it's kind of just an overall theme of the whole movie, and I'm like, who is caring about a bunch of 13, 14-year-old kids who are... Playing middle school bowling ball. <laughs> well, <laughs> or I mean, football. They, it's basketball. Sorry. Or basketball. Or baseball. They go through a bunch of sports. <laughs> anyway, so we start out and we get Alex, the quirky crooner, who was born in the wrong time period, which made me very confused because uh, four, like, friends that we start out with all are, like, obsessed with the 50s, which I get it. We have Elisa, cool. played by Kaylee Cuoco, which is Ken, played by... I don't know. A guy. <laughs> I just glasses. picked out Kaylee Cuoco's name because that's the biggest name from this movie. And Delia, who's played by somebody that I've seen before and yes. I don't know where. I looked her up, but there was nothing big that I, it's probably just some random episode of a show that you've seen. But yeah, mm-hmm. I also thought she looked familiar. Delia's like really short and she's also really she's smart. She's short and smart. That's how I'm describing her. Yeah, but <laughs> these aren't really well-rounded characters, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but you'll be very confused in the first 15 minutes because you go, are they in the 50s or are they just obsessed with the 50s? Exactly, because it's not just the four kids. We switch to the high school and the cheerleader and football outfits kind of look like They're Greece. From the 50s. Yeah. yeah, it looks like the set of Greece. I'm like, wait, are we actually in the 1950s? And they're still playing like jazzy, like yeah, they've got 50s this music, jazz background music. But the thing that tipped me off was that Alex, the main character, or one of the main characters, goes, "We like to go to this old-fashioned diner." Right. And I went, "Okay, so it's not a time period piece like the colored friendship. It's just these four kids are obsessed with the 50s, and I get it." Right, which is interesting because I wonder if in the 1950s, did they have like 1920s style diners that they called old fashioned diners? Probably not. Probably not. I think the the, <laughs> the older we get in our um, like life as a country, the more nostalgic we feel for certain yeah, things. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because I mean, you think about like everybody's always excited to dress up for decades day in like 80s yeah. outfits. 
There's a bunch of people that did togas one year, and I was like, Oh, you know? yeah, that's good too. I also thought about it, and you could do like, you could switch your outfit every hour. It'd be, f- I, I wish I had thought to do the 1920s. That would have been fun. To, to dress do up flapper. Like a flapper. Yeah, that's always fun. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so they I just d- like the 50s. They're not in the 50s. If you watch this and you're going, What the hell's happening here? Yeah. I also noted that throughout the beginning of this, the main character, Alex, is doing a voiceover, mm-hmm. and his voiceover is so much quieter than the background jazz music. It's, yeah. The music is overpowering the voiceover, which should never be the case. It should always be the music fades out slightly when the voiceover comes in or something. It should yeah. never be louder because then I'm, like, straining to hear what the hell Alex is talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and he's basically just talking about the Mighty Apple, which is the trophy that... The, it's East Appleton and West Appleton fight yeah. over it. Yeah, they're kind of like warring cities, rivalry cities. And this Mighty Apple trophy is dependent on middle school level sports. Makes mm-hmm. no sense. And um, they, this year they're deciding like it's permanent residence, like where this trophy will live. Because they've reached a point where they're like, I think there there's too many. They don't have enough room for more plaques. I don't freaking know. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure why they're deciding to end it now. I mean, just make a bigger stand or put it on a new one. I don't, whatever. Um, There's also a school, a new school that they're trying to name. Yeah. And, and, you know, eventually it comes out that East Appleton and West Appleton, they're kind of fighting over whether this new school is going to to get the East or West title. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything, but it, it ties in at the end, which is just, it's stupid. Yeah, but we get a lot of weird freeze frames and blurry pictures, and it's just <laughs> not not a good time, but whatever. Yeah, they freeze frame quite a bit, and every time they freeze frame, the voiceover comes in again of Alex. Mm-hmm. He's but like, the freeze frames are usually blurry. Yes, they're always blurry. Anytime the freeze frame comes in, he goes, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. And it's like, do you? Do you, Alex? Because I'm thinking I'm getting sick and tired of And Alex, frames. do you have to say this every time there's a freeze frame? <laughs> yeah. Is that how you have to start every freeze frame? I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Isn't weird. this weird? <laughs> yeah, it is weird. Um, but we also find out that their school mascot is the Wildcats, which is fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, and their colors musical. are the same. It's yeah. red and white. Yep. It's maybe just it's the a, same school. Maybe it is. Who knows? It's not, Pretty. but <laughs> maybe that's where they drew inspiration, though. Yeah. Who I don't knows? know. We're also introduced to, I'd say, the other main character of this movie, Todd McLemore. And... Um, every time I heard his last name, I thought of Macklemore. I'm gonna pop some tags. <laughs> so he is kind of like the star basketball. He's kind of just a star athlete at the middle he's school. Played, he plays bas- basketball, baseball, basketball, I think hockey, he plays football. football. He plays all of it. He does it all. He's one-stop shop Todd. And like Ariana said, he's the mayor's son. Yep. And mm. his dad. Puts a lot of pressure on him to win these... Yeah, games. he's like, this is all on you, son. And it's like, uh... And it, there's several times where the son just looks unsure, like, mm-hmm. I don't really like all this pressure you're putting on me, but I'll do it anyway. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I want to... Please my dad and my mom my dad and, and like, friends. the whole city's counting on me at this point. Right. And so they have this whole pep rally. The pep rally ends. Todd and his friends bump into the bowling team. Mm-hmm. And you can already see that they're kind of at war with each other, just... Which socially. We didn't explain this, but the bowling team is the four. The bowling team is Delia, Elisa, Ken, and Alex. And yeah. Alex's dad owns this the local bowling alley in West Appleton. Which do we know the dad's name? I have no idea. 
Actually, I could probably look it up. We're going to call them Dad and Mayor. Oh, Dad's name is Kevin. Mm. But yeah, we'll call them Dad and then the Mayor. Because <laughs> I won't remember that his name is Kevin. No, not even remotely. Um, so they have kind of this bump into each other. The athletes are like, what are you doing, nerds? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a classic. And, and Delia gives him some oh my formula gosh. that she's like, I could beat you in basketball because of this. The Mathematical and physics and equation. It's like, shut the fuck up. And I just wish there was a movie where the smart person wasn't just constantly spewing out facts or equations. Yeah, because there are so many don't do that. Yeah, and there's also so many different types of smart people. Yeah. And the good smart people aren't out there being cocky and showing it off. Yeah. It's just they're smart and they don't need to prove it to anyone. And I just wish we had more of that. I, there was one line that really annoyed the shit out of me. It was uh, an Alex voiceover. And he goes, I just don't see how, I don't see a world in which me and Todd would ever get along or ever be forced <laughs> into a same situation. And I just sat there and I went, shut the fuck up. Because you know that's what this entire movie's about to be about. I know. That's the other thing that Disney Channel absolutely loves to do is obvious foreshadowing. Yeah. They just can't help themselves. They have, and they do it so many times in this movie. Yes. And like <laughs> Melissa and I like literally accurately guessed what was going to happen. Yeah. And then the, the Alex does another voiceover and he goes, I bet you didn't see that coming. And we literally were like, yeah, we did. We just said it was going to happen. It's why it's very insult. It's just insulting to watch movies that underestimate or think you're stupid. You should never make a movie where you think the audience is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and needs help understanding the plot or where it's going. I mean, you should I guess surprise they were, people. They were trying to make it for kids and they were like, oh, kids won't understand it. But at the same time, it's like, if give them a little mystery in their life. I don't know. Yeah, make them work for it. <laughs> make it harder for kids to watch movies, okay? It's fine. <laughs> also, there's this whole scene where Todd is on a radio show. And the radio show also is WWAP. Uh, right. It's wet, wet ass pussy. <laughs> Cardi B. It's not just wet ass pussy. It's wet, wet ass pussy. Yeah, yeah. It's like for the extra wet. Double wet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when we saw that, Ariana immediately went, wet ass pussy. <laughs> I mean, don't name your station WWAP. That's on you, really. You should have known that Cardi B was going to write a song in 20, 20 years. years. And then you should you should have said, you know, oh, by the way, this was released in 2002 or 2000 as well. Yeah, just 2000. But it's like, yeah, for people who are so all about foreshadowing, they should have known. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. They should have seen 20 years into the future. I was confused as to why Todd, this 13 year old, is being interviewed on the radio about a middle school sports game. His dad said it does, up. But that doesn't happen. No. It's just so unrealistic. The more, whole town is a little weird, though. Honestly, it's more unrealistic than Can of Worms. <laughs> can of Worms I wouldn't makes go that more far. sense than no. this kid being on the no. radio show. No. I disagree strongly. <laughs> the, what makes more sense than this is um, Up, horse, Up, and Away. Horse sense? <laughs> Listen, I will go to the grave saying that was a great movie. Up, Up, and Away makes more sense than this. Horse sense. More sense. More sense makes more sense. Um, then we go we go to the bowling alley, and Ken walks in, and I'm going to start doing exactly what he did because he walks in, and he goes, "Hey, cool cats, what's happening?" I'm going to walk into every <laughs> room in every situation and just say, "Hey, cool cats, what's happening?" 
That's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. Later, we, the, uh, the, we'll talk oh about it. Oh, my gosh. There's such a great scene with the mayor later. We're gonna it, get, we'll get into it. It's very obvious these kids hanging out. These kids aren't like other kids. <laughs> it's they literally kind of, call them strange dudes. Yeah, it's kind of the theme of, I'm not like other girls. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm quirky. But it's these kids going, I'm not like other kids. We like 40s, 50s swing and jazz music, and we like to bowl. Like, okay <laughs> cool and and that was another thing that i didn't understand they kept saying like well bowling used to be hip in my day i don't I'm think sorry. bowling ever went away bowling never went out of fashion we i really don't think bowling. it did I, I i feel like bowling's always been around has it not did it yes. seriously go out of fashion in no. like the 70s or something in no. the 90s no i really don't think it did but otherwise these Greece bowling too. alleys <laughs> Greece too is they set, bowl but that's set in the 50s airy <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I know. That's well, what I'm saying. Princess Protection Program, they bowl. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other movies that have bowling in it. But I don't know. I feel like I we always grew up bowling. I know. That's it was what like I'm a saying. fun thing to do. It I doesn't just, make sense. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't make sense that they're like, bowling used to be <laughs> so fun. Yeah, because they, they make it sound like the alley that the dad owns is going out of business. Because nobody's going to bowl there. Which my thought is... I feel like whenever I've gone into a bowling alley, it's not crazy busy. No, it's not crazy busy, but it's also not dead like it yeah. is in the movie. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense too much to me. I think it depends on what bowling alley you go to. Like, if you go to a sketchy one, yeah, nobody's going to be there. Yeah, that's true. So then, to move the plot along here, they have their basketball game, right? Yeah. And Todd, you know, West Appleton wins. Which means that it's a tie between East Appleton and West Appleton. Right. So the tiebreaker ends up being the they bowling bowl. team. Yeah, they have to bowl for the trophy at this point because they've burned through all of their other sports. Yeah, and it's end of the season. It's time for, you know, the trophy to be given to someone. And so I guess both schools, the one sport they have in common is their bowling team. Besides the <laughs> other ones that they've already done. I will say that the dad, the mayor, is an idiot because it's very clear that Todd doesn't really like basketball. Yes. Throughout majority of it. And the dad's always like, they're depending on you, son. Or I know not, that you love basketball. Or not necessarily that he doesn't like he basketball. He doesn't have an accent like that, I apologize. <laughs> or not necessarily that he doesn't like it. More, he just doesn't want the pressure of all of this crap his dad is putting on him. And the other mayor. Yeah. It's like both mayors of both cities are putting pressure on him. Well, yeah, because then when they find out that it's bowling, and then they find out that Todd's on the bowling team because his friends pulled a prank on him and said, yeah. signed him up at the beginning of the year or whatever. As a joke. The dad was like, you got this, son. You're going to win it again. And then they started, like, adding stuff in. It wasn't just, oh, you're going to win the trophy for our town, for our part of the town. You're going to win. You're, we're going to be able to name the school. And also... If you win, then we'll get, like, their famous apple pie. And if we lose, we have to give them apple cider. Like, and, they keep and the mayor, stuff. Yeah, and the mayor, he keeps on basically bargaining with the other mayor. They keep on putting more and more into this bet, basically, of Which is who's going to win. adding more and more pressure. Yeah. And I will say that throughout this whole movie, if you do watch it, there are drastic music changes. Oh, my gosh. And it drove me nuts the whole time. Because you went from, like, 50s swing to, like, grunge whenever you're at Tony's to, like, <laughs> this hip-hop stuff at the party. Like, there's just so many drastic it's, music changes, and it drives me up a wall. Yeah, it's a really inconsistent soundtrack all throughout, and it's kind of jarring. It doesn't work in no. the way that they were trying to make it work. Because I get what they were doing. Mm -hmm. They were, like, putting the music 
to match the theme of the group of people that were on screen. So the swing jazz is for the bowling club. Mm -hmm. And then the grunge is for Todd and his footballer or baseball or basketball team and cheerleaders. And that was like the cool group. Yeah. But it still is like, you could have, because some of the scenes are so like, Short, yeah, they're short. They're so short, the but they're are like drastic. right next to each other. So it's like, da, 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 right, da. and it's weird, and I don't like it. Yeah, which that actually, what I just say, kind of sounded sick. <laughs> <laughs> then Todd, like we said, finds out he's on the bowling team as a prank from his friends. He's like, "What? I'm on the bowling team!" And he screams it like three or four times. And then he goes to the bowling alley because he's accepted his fate and has realized his dad and the entire town is relying on him once again. And so he gets there and he's not the best at bowling. No. But Alex. He doesn't bowl. Right. But Alex and I mean, they're all the whole bowling club is pretty good. But Alex is probably the best out of all of them. Yeah. So then what happens? So we get the parents are there. Todd is practicing whatever. And we find out. So the dad basically is like, well, if you hadn't dropped the ball to the other dad. So oh. they're, they're like bickering about something. We're not sure what it is, but they obviously have a history where something happened with a ball. You're talking about Alex's dad and Todd's dad. Correct. The, the two fathers yeah. of the two main characters. They And we have another freeze frame thing where Alec goes, I know, I what, know what you're, you're thinking. thinking. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Isn't this weird? They both... Seem to have a problem with each other, but none of them will, neither of them will talk about it. Yeah. And he goes, <laughs> what is this? I know what you're thinking. And I'm going, are you, do you know what I'm thinking? Because what you're about to say is not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is the dad from uh, sister, 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 and the dad from Passport to Paris. That is all that <laughs> was going on in my mind. Definitely not thinking, oh, they have some bad history. Yeah. Yeah, Idiot. it's true. So this, you know, rivalry is once again made known to the audience. So there's a rivalry be- between towns. There's a rivalry, rivalry between parents. There's a rivalry between kids. Ariana can't say rivalry. Without stuttering through it? No, I cannot. <laughs> they kind of do this whole thing. This keeps going on in which Todd is trying and practicing bowling. It's like an expanded montage. Yeah, and Elisa comes over at one point. She's trying to help him out, and he just blows her off, and she's like, okay, you asshole. Yeah, he's kind of a dick to her. And Alex says, she was trying to help you, and he goes, yeah, well, I don't need help. And Alex goes, well, the way you're bowling, you do need help. This leads to, I guess Todd ends up inviting him to, what happens? Todd, they come, they go, they're walking into school, and Todd's got this thing for a girl, Lauren. And while they're walking into school, I'm going to be honest with you. Alex walked so e-boys on TikTok could run and he looks good as crap. Yes, everyone is making jacket. Yeah, everyone's making fun of Alex's style. I think his style is cool. I think he looks better than everybody else in that. The rest of them are wearing sweaters and baggy clothes. He's got like nice 50s pants. He's got like different shirts and different colors. And the jacket that he wears in this scene is literally the cutest thing I've ever seen on any man. If my husband doesn't have one, I'm going to buy him one. (laughs) Yeah, the... His style is actually probably the best out of everyone. And everyone Kaylee Cuoco's character. Oh, yeah, Kaylee Cuoco. Her outfits are so cute, too. They're both kind of doing this Mm 50s-inspired style because they, like we've said, are nerds for that time Mm -hmm. period. More so than Ken and Delia. Ken and Delia dress different, but they don't dress exactly 50s. Right. And then everyone else makes fun of him because and her because they're dressing differently. Um, 
But yeah, like you and I have both said, their style is way better than whatever 90s outfits that other people were wearing. Yeah, because even though this was the 2000s, the 90s didn't end till 2004. So. <laughs> right, so Todd is walking into school with Alex. Lauren stops by who, is she a cheerleader? Yes. Okay, she's a cheerleader and she's friends with Todd's group of friends, the athletes. And I knew right from the moment that we saw her on screen that she was a phony. She's a fake and a phony and she doesn't know the territory. <laughs> yeah. Like they say in music now. And she she comes up to them and it's almost like Todd has told his friends, hey, Alex is part of this bowling team and he's going to help lead us to victory. The whole, the whole rivalry between the kids is that Todd doesn't think the bowling team has enough competitiveness in them. Right? Like, they, like they don't want it enough. Yeah, he's like, you guys don't want to win and you need to want to win. Because we need to win. And the bowling team is saying to Todd, well, you need skill first. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't really care all that much about winning. We're just trying to have fun and do a good job. So this is kind of the warring mm. between the two kids sides. And so um, Todd's trying to like pump them up and be like, yeah, Alex is going to help us win this. I think Todd's also trying to get them to feel the pressure that he feels all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to like also share the pressure with other people. Yeah. He's like, I, you guys don't understand the pressure that the basketball team is on all the time. Yeah. And you need to understand it because we're not going to understand each other until you do. Yeah. Which I mean, is a valid point. Like they don't know what Todd goes through on a daily basis. Like right. the wars he has in his head. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, Todd throughout most of this beginning is he's a, a jerk. jerk about it. Yeah, he's and it's like if you would have just like said it nicely, like guys, we have to win. Like yeah. you don't understand the pressure that we're under. Right. And so and he also is very pressured by his friends who are also jerks. Yeah. Well, because now he has to hang out with the the weirdos, mm-hmm. which he's not a fan of doing right. because that's hurting his rep, man. So that's what he's trying to do is also prove to his friends like, hey, the bowling team can be cool since they're gonna help us win this. Right. trophy and so lauren goes hey um alex you can come to this party too she's inviting todd but she like invites alex as an afterthought he's standing there yeah and then alex goes okay so they go to this party at lauren's house this and is when we get like the really poppy sugar bum sugar sugar bum <laughs> sugar gum pop sugar bum that's what they call me sugar bum and then there's this kid who comes in who like oh yeah he goes up to alex and he says hey we're gonna win that we're gonna win the game right we're gonna win it you're gonna win this game and alex says yeah we're definitely gonna win and then like five seconds later he goes have a good night guys yeah he's like the the fish in finding nemo goes i'll pick you up after school yeah, he sounds he like... He goes, all right, see you later, bowling dude. Yeah, he goes from, like, <laughs> Satan to Carl Weezer, and it's very confusing. Because it's like, pick a voice, man. Oh, I think he might be my favorite character. If I'm going back through favorite characters, I think that guy was hilarious. However, later they do make a fat joke about him. Oh, they do? Oh, that's right. Because they're in the... Yeah. They're in, like, the hallway... And mm-hmm. he comes up and he goes, he's got the lower voice again. Right. And then, uh, because the, cause Todd and Alex decide to throw like a party at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. And so they're handing out flyers to everybody. Yeah. And like the way that they're going to spruce up the bowling alley is to get lasers and yeah. all this other stuff and like hang lights. And mm-hmm. I'm like going, that's what a bowling alley is now. <laughs> like, yeah. Do, are you telling me that they jet set like this idea of... <laughs> Uh, what a bowling alley should look like. But he, they basically go um, 
there's going to be free food there. And he goes, oh, food? I'm in. And it's like, all right. Yeah, they always do that. It's like, just because he's heavier doesn't mean that's his only interest. I mean, I love food, too, but, like, come on. Yeah, but they're insinuating that people who aren't heavier don't, like, don't also love don't food. Don't see food as a motivation. Yeah, but it's like, I know plenty of thinner people who love food and are yeah. motivated by food. I just, that that joke doesn't make sense Ever. Ever. No. <laughs> it's really stupid. And, they, and it's overused all the time. Yeah. But anyway, they're at the party. Let's go back. <laughs> this guy is hilarious. And then... Um, I don't think I have a favorite character in this one, to be honest. I think I hate all of them equally. <laughs> I don't think I like a single person. I think maybe I like Elisa Al- or Eliza. <sighs> Haley Cuoco's character. She's not, like, the best actress in it because, you know, they're kids. And they're like typical kid actors. I don't want to say all kid actors because there's some great kid actors. Just watch Stranger Things, my friends. Yeah, but it's just the typical early 2000s Disney Channel kid actors aren't that great. I mean, and what she's given with the writing. uh, (laughs) But I mean, there's nothing really wrong with her character. I just don't like her. I don't know. (laughs) Well, that's fine. That's why I'm saying the other kid who's like, I'll see you later, bowling dude. I think he was the best character. He stuck out in my mind the most. So Alex starts getting, he's kind of getting socially um, overwhelmed, I think. Because then Lauren comes over. She asks Todd if he wants to dance. And Todd says, no, but Alex might want to dance with you. And she asks him reluctantly. Meanwhile, you got this other kid in the background going, I'll dance. I'll dance with you. Oh, yeah. I I can dance with you. The other guy. Like, shut up. She, clearly she doesn't want to dance with you. <laughs> and then Alex says, no, I'm good. I actually think I better get going. And Todd's like, it's 8.30, man. <laughs> so he leaves. Um, And then he he's like lives right across from Eliza Kaylee. or Lisa. Yeah, yeah, Kaylee. We'll just call her Kaylee. Yeah, I didn't. She's the only <laughs> name I didn't remember. Um, he Yeah, he lives right across from her. So she runs out and she says, hey, we missed you at practice because I guess, you know, they Both go and practice and every day. Skipped, yeah. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, cool. And she kind of shows him that she scored some strikes or stuff. I don't know. She got a 220, and the perfect score is 300. So she's just telling him, hey, I did really good today at practice. We missed you. And he's like, yeah, um, missed you too. I went to this party, blah, blah, blah. And already we can see this, once again, obvious foreshadowing that he's going to get wrapped up in the cool crowd in some way. Not necessarily mm-hmm. in a drastic way, but in some way he will get wrapped up into this cool crowd. So then um, we get kind of more, a few different montages of Todd practicing with the bowling team. The bowling team like doing swing dancing with Todd in the middle. And he's like, hey, this is fun. And this is when the, the party plan hatches that they're going to have a party at the bowling yeah, alley. Yeah, Todd suggests it. He says, you know, if you did this a party once a week where you kind of do the lights and the dancing or like you know, mm-hmm. music, it would be really fun and lots of people would come and it would, you know, bring more Save traffic. the alley, basically. Yeah. And then Alex is a little bit reluctant. He's like, I don't know. But Kaylee says... If it would save the alley, it'd be worth it. Yeah. So they're coming up with names for this party. <laughs> and they're all like... Oh, God. Oh, maybe the alley bash and blah, blah, blah. And then they... It- it's like a dun dun dun, and they zoom in on Delia, and she goes, "I've got it," and it zooms in really close to her face, and With she dramatic goes, "Dramatic ass music, 
the bowling ball. And they all go, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they all like high five her and they do fist bumps and like some handshakes. It's and so it's fucking the dumbest stupid. thing you'll ever watch. It was really, really stupid. I hated it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? Why did they have to do this? Um, also, bef- uh-huh. hold on. We have to mention this. Before this little part of Todd suggesting the party, there is a point where the mayor comes in to talk to Todd. And this is when he he walks in, <laughs> guns blazing. It's almost like I imagine he was driving over to the bowling alley knowing he's going to confront Kevin in some way, the dad. Because he just walks in and he goes, <laughs> hey, you dropsy. And then he continuously like, insults hey. him as he's walking through the bowling You're alley. You're to beat the, the East Appleton like you weren't able to do 40 years ago. <laughs> it's just like he comes guns a-blazing with insults. And, and it's not even like a high... It's just immediately opens the door and starts talking and not even really looking at Kevin, but just kind of darting ahead. It's the funniest thing ever. And I wish more people would do that. I know. (laughs) Just just like bust into a room and be like, well, you look like trash and you're a piece of shit and I hate your shirt. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Let's get ready to bowl. (laughs) Anytime you go into a bowling alley, that's what you do. You look like crap. Your hair's a mess and I'm ready to bowl. There's just so much resentment (laughs) built up that he was practicing what he was going to say. And And the fact that he called him dropsy too. Yeah, like, he, that's so funny. He, he wanted to get the upper hand immediately, and so he had no other choice but to come in and just rapid-fire insults. Um, so that was hilarious. <laughs> I think Todd ends up mentioning to them, hey, we should go check out our competition at East Appleton. He mentions it to Alex, because really Todd and Alex are becoming friends. Yeah, they're becoming friends. Alex is really kind of the one that's able to connect with Todd and um, is helping him with his bowling and then the other kids, they're they're like, we don't really care about what East Appleton is doing. But Alex ends up going with Todd to go check out the competition. East Appleton is doing great. <laughs> but the shots that they show, they're pulling strikes after one after another. But they show the same five shots over and over again. Throughout the whole movie. Yeah, throughout the whole movie. And it's just them... But when, every time they hit a strike, there's like a music cue note where it's like, dun, 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 dun. And they do it about two or three times in just this one scene alone. I didn't notice that. Yes, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and so Todd and Alex are like, oh, shit, they're really good. And apparently they have this, like, specialist pro bowler who's currently on tour but took a break to come help coach this middle school bowling because team. Because it's the mayor of the East East Appleton's Appleton. brother cousin. or cousin. Yeah, so he comes over and they're like, crap, they've got this guy on their side. And then Todd's like, all right, I'm getting out of here. But Alex kind of stays behind a little bit to see more of them practicing. Then the bowling team confronts him from East Appleton. And Todd runs back in and kind of like saves his ass from Mm -hmm. getting beat. (laughs) And then that's kind of more close towards their bonding. Hello, I'm Joseph Trudy. And I'm Trudy. And you're listening to QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DFJ. And today, I have a great product. Hold on, Trudy. You didn't You didn't say you can just call me Trudy. I'm sorry. You can just call me Trudy if you'd like. But you can also call me Joseph. But oh, don't call God. me Joey or Joe. I don't like it. I thought there was going to be like a hole in my heart because you didn't say it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you for, thank you for saying that. I okay, apologize. What's the product, baby? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you don't like it when I call you baby. 
I'll stop. I'll stop. You just call me Drudy. Okay, Drudy. Go ahead with the product. All right. You can call me honey. I don't want to call you honey. That's dumb. I call my grandkids honey. Your grandkids? No. But I will call them that when I have them. All right. And, Will, the product today is bowling ball shoes. Bowling ball shoes. Yes. Are those shoes that have balls on the bottom of them? No. Why are they called bowling ball shoes? Because you wear them when you bowl. But why don't you just call them bowling shoes? Well, I'm sure you could call them that, too. Well, that's fucking stupid. You either call them bowling ball shoes or bowling shoes. Why don't you just call them shoes? Our product today is shoes. It's fresh out the market, but they're special shoes that you wear when you are bowling. Okay, what's so special about them? Well, they're very slick on the bottom. Well, why would you want that when you're bowling? You could slide all over the damn place. That's a great question. You could kill yourself, break your neck, break your ankle. I never understood that. Why are they like that? I don't know. You're the one selling the product today, Judy. You didn't do any research. But they are leather on the top, and usually they are fun-colored. But they're like tennis shoes, just with slick colored. What kind of colors do they come in? Uh, Blue, red, maroon, purple, None of those colors sound fun. Yellow, orange. You know what's a fun color? Hot pink. You know what's a fun color? What? Turquoise. That's a fun color. I'm sure you could find them in turquoise. Aquamarine. Periwinkle. Chartreuse. Ew, chartreuse sounds gross. Lavender. Now, lavender, that's a nice name. You got some pastel colors, too, I'm sure. I once knew a girl named Lavender. Did you really? Yeah, I went to school with her. Lavender Gooms? No. That's from a show. Judy, you want us to get copyrighted or what? No. We already have enough legal issues as it is. Now you want to enter in copyright. Because you're taking lines from another show. I apologize. Ah. I'm sorry. Apologies. Nuts. Just tell me how much the fucking shoes are. Well, guess. Guess how much they are. You want me to guess? Clearly. I just how many said times guess. have I guessed prices and I'm always wrong? What is the point of me guessing prices, Drudy? What a fun. Fine. I will guess the price. One shoe costs $550. And how much do two shoes cost? Two shoes probably cost 25 bucks. And then if you want to add shoelaces, it's probably $1,000 for two shoes. She got it perfectly. Holy shit. I did not. You're lying to me. Mom, look at this screen. Look at the price right there. It's oh correct. Oh my gosh. I was right. Yep, she was I right. I can't believe it. I know. I'm I so never proud. write with the prices. Did you enter that in and you edit it while I was saying it? No, that's exactly how much it cost. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. I'm getting really good at this. You are. I'm so proud of you. But where, can, where can I get the shoes, though? Well, you can get them. I'm glad you asked Trudy. Because I you know. could get them at any time. At backslash Trudy Trudy. Any time? We're never going to run out of stock? Never. We never run out of stock of anything. Did you know this? Well, Every time we- if I'm being honest, Trudy, no one's buying shit from us. Yeah. Have we not made a single sale? Nah, maybe a few for my grandkids that don't exist. So you buy them in advance for your grandchildren? Maybe. But it's my money going into our company, so it's kind of stupid. You're right. We need more people to buy things. So go to backslash Drede Drede. That's a real website. It is real, real, real. And get yourself some bowling shoes so you can bowl like these alley cats that uh, Melissa and Ariana would be talking about. All right, let's go back to the podcast. All right, so we are back. Um, we sure are. <laughs> so when we left 
Todd and Alex were really bonding. <laughs> Previously on the Ramble. <laughs> they were really bonding. Um, so the... <laughs> <laughs> Drops it so quick. The principal, he he approaches the two of them and says, Hey, um, you guys are co-captains of this bowling team, so you both are going to be on the wet-ass pussy radio show. <laughs> yeah. But before this, also I want to say, in middle school and high school... I never once, not a single, single time, saw after a big game win, people oh, in the yeah. hallway just high-fiving the people that played, yeah. the star player. Nobody did that. No one touched them. They were like, if they saw the game, they were like, good job. That was it. But that was way earlier in the movie. <laughs> no, but that happens here, too. Oh, it does happen they again? they high-five Kaylee Cuoco and Alex and Delia oh. and all them. Oh, that's Because right. they're like, hey, you're like... You're going to win this bowling and win the trophy for us, right? Our life is dependent on if you get this trophy. Yeah, that is really weird. Like, nobody high fives people like I, that in that context. I was never really into the sports at school, no, so I, I wasn't really aware, but I feel like a lot of people weren't. I did not see <laughs> anybody high-fiving them. Anyway, but yeah, so the principal's like, hey, they want you and Alex on the, radio the thing show. because you're the captain, and he says it to Todd, and the girls and the guys... They're all like, we didn't vote on you being captain. And right. Todd's kind of like, well, deal with it, because that's what the radio guy wants. So then Todd and Alex go to the radio show. They get done with that, and Alex is like, holy shit, we're going to be famous, which is dumb. And Todd's <laughs> like, now you're living my life. You know what it's like to like be on the top of whatever. Yeah. So then so they go, and they hang out with all Tony's. of Todd's friends at Tony's. The rest of the bowling team is at the old-fashioned diner, and they come out of there and are like, I can't believe Alex bailed on us. They look yeah. across the street and see him hanging out with this other group of people. Because after they decide that Alex is the co-captain, so he can go on the show with him, that's when they're like, well, we'll meet you afterward at the diner so you can like tell us all about it. And, of right. course, he bails. Yep. So he bails. The friends are kind of mad at Alex. The bowling ball happens. <laughs> so at the bowling ball, Todd basically is eating up all the attention. He brings mostly his friends, and then gives Kevin, the dad, a CD to play, not the 50s jazz swing music, but play this. And it's, once again, like the grunge type of music. And he's bowling, and he's like the star of the show, and the other friends are sitting there. They're all kind of still bummed out and upset about what's going on. And they're like, where the hell is Alex? Mm -hmm. Then Alex comes out, and he's got sunglasses on like Todd does. And, and he's sweater. Yeah, he's changed into the clothes. He's no longer in his stylish clothes. He's into, like, the clothes that everyone else in that group is wearing, which... Biggest loss of the movie. Foreshadowing. We called this was going to happen. Yeah, we did. So then he runs up there, and he's like, hey, guys. And then the friend group of the bowling club, they're like, what the fuck, Alex? Yeah. They're <laughs> and, like, what are you wearing, dude? And so they're just completely upset about this. They end up leaving the party. And then the bowling ball ends. Alex is out in the alley. Airy? The alley. The alley of the alley. <laughs> so he he overhears Lauren, the phony, and all the rest of Todd's friends. Sorry, Alex overhears the phony in the alley of the alley. That's really <laughs> funny. And Lauren and all of Todd's friends are like, yeah, but we're just being friends with that weirdo Alex until the championship is done, right? Yeah. They're only being friends with him because, you know... He has possibility to win this, and that's why he's popular right now. But he won't be once this is over. Which I will say throughout the whole movie, Mel was like, I don't trust this Lauren character. Yeah, I did not like her. 
And I knew it. I knew she was being fake nice. Sometimes she, it seemed like she was trying to be real nice, but she wasn't. She was just faking it the entire time. <laughs> yep. Alex is a little upset by this. We get to the next day. The mayor comes in with the other mayor and they give Both them- mayors are real weird. Just yeah, gonna say. It's true. And they give the bowling team these cheap ass t-shirts for their bowling team shirts. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're uniforms. And it's kind of like they don't really care or put any money into this like they do with other sports. Yeah. Which once again further upsets Alex. And uh, then the kind of final straw for Alex is he finds out that the mayors have bet with one another Mm -hmm. about the name of the school and the apple pie and all this other crap. Yep. And it's not just the trophy anymore. It's it's all this other stuff. It's like adding pressure and Alex is only ever bowled for fun and so it bothers him. And And rightfully so too. And his bowling skills have gotten worse. Because he's mm. been spending too much time, you know, hanging out with Todd and worrying about this kind of popularity yeah. instead of continuing to practice bowling. Plus, his, like, head is not in the game, as right. uh, Troy Bolton would say, <laughs> because he's, like... He's not focused. No. And he, and he found out that he's bailed on his old friends, and his new friends aren't his real friends. Right. And so he's just, there's a lot of things. And I think he's at this conflicted. time, too, he's like, I don't really trust Todd anymore. So, like, yeah. he's losing a bunch of things. So he quits. And then he we has have, this talk with his dad. We have a classic father-son heart-to-heart. <laughs> we also finally find out that Alex Alex's mom is apparently with the grandpa. Yeah, he's like, your mom and grandpa are going to be so proud of you. And they're coming back tomorrow for the game. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but anyway, they have a heart to heart and we find out why the other why the mayor is calling him Dropsy. Right. So the dad and the mayor, they used to date. I'm kidding. <laughs> but they that's used to be what, lovers in the night. That's kind of what they made it seem like. Like we used to be friends, the best of friends. Best <laughs> it's like friends. used to be lovers. <laughs> Son, when the lights went down, <laughs> we were lovers. We went out on the town. <laughs> I don't know. When it was dark, <laughs> what? we would park. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Um, So they used to play baseball together, mm-hmm. which once again, this is weird. The trophy's dependent on different sports. It's not just one. No, yeah. <laughs> this time it was baseball. So they were on the same team. The pitch, basically, it was argued over whether the mayor threw it wrong or... The dad, the dad dropped, dropped the ball it. and didn't catch it right. So it's throwing ca- versus catching. And that was their argument. For 50 <laughs> years. That's why they broke up. And the dad says to the son, it, it's not worth losing your friends over tiny little disputes like that. Just kind of letting him know whatever you're going through right now, it's not going to be worth it in the long run. So we switch over to the alley. And it's the bowling team. They're hanging out with Todd. Todd is, you know, they're practicing, but Alex obviously has still quit. And Kaylee says to him, well, he's your best friend. And she says it kind of like she's, Todd, yeah. Yeah, she's still annoyed with Todd and with Alex for this whole thing. And Todd says, OK, well, I will I will fix this. I will go talk to him and I'll get him to be on back on the team. They're like, OK. And Delia has also been practicing with them because she really isn't bowling that all that much she's kind of more like equations and kind of helps them physics wise if you've ever seen ice princess she (laughs) is she's the main character in ice princess (laughs) isn't it like kaylee or casey casey it's it's casey she is the casey to 
Hayden Panettiere and whatever else. <laughs> yeah, she's out there on her computer coming up with different physics equations for bowling. Yeah. But now she has to practice because they're down one. Casey Carlisle. <laughs> so then Todd comes over. He talks to Alex and he s- says, listen, let's just go out there and do this for fun and not worry about all the pressure that everyone's putting on us. Yeah. And he also shows him that they were given proper bowling shirts for their team now. Yep. So then we get to the next day. Alex has still not shown up yet. And the team is kind of worried. They're like, oh, I hope he shows up. And then inside the bowling alley, we have the freaking reporter there who's doing his little, like, ra- on the radio giving a yeah. play-by-play of the sh- I don't, sport. I don't have a favorite character, but, <laughs> but I have a least favorite character. And it's him. The guy that's on the radio and the guy, he's the same person who he does the announcing. He keeps saying stupid stuff. He's like, uh, I, this is stressing me out. I think I'm going to lose my liver. Yeah. What? <laughs> Shut up, Bob. And what the hell? Also, the che- both cheerleader teams are there. I don't For know. For no what, reason. Why are there cheerleader, cheerleaders at a bowling game? <laughs> I mean, I guess to support their individual teams. But, but I swear, teams. aren't cheerleaders, I feel like they're specifically football and basketball. I've never seen cheerleaders for any other sport. Have you? There aren't Certainly cheerleaders for, for baseball or hockey. No. Yeah. So why are they there for the bowling game? That They're not there no for sense. golf. <laughs> yeah. It'd be freaking weird. That would honestly be hilarious if there were golfing cheerleaders. Because like, golf is like, you got to be quiet and let the people focus. And if you just had, you can do it, Brad. <laughs> you can do it. That'd be really funny. Yeah. They should do that. So then we have another case of obvious foreshadowing from Ariana's least favorite character, the Bob the Reporter. We don't know if his name is Bob. I, yeah, I, don't, I, was just, <laughs> I was just coming up with a name for him. And he says something like, he goes, now each team has four players, but they also have a fifth substitute. And this substitute can come in at any time, but as soon as they come in, they must finish the game. And, it's and like, he just spends too much time on it for you to just go, okay, this is definitely going to come into play. Yeah. So they're going to need to substitute at some point. And Delia's the substitute for the main team. For the Alley Cats. So obviously Delia's going to come in at some point and probably save the day. Yeah. And that's what happens. <laughs> so they're introducing the, the East Appleton team and then... Alex the, shows up. <clears throat> Alex shows up. He's wearing the new shirt. They're all excited. They're like, yay! He's Alex here. is here! Delia doesn't have to play. She's a piece of shit. <laughs> so they get in there. Everyone's like cheering for him. They start bowling. It's a lot of the same shot over and over and over and over again. It's a shit ton of bowling. But not even full bowling. It's just the shot of the pins going down. It's better than Brink. Yeah. In like the amount of time they spend on it. But it's still not great. And then Alex decides he gets a little cocky, but not in a bad way. He's like, I can do this. I'm going to make three strikes. He's like, I have confidence. So, yeah. So, East Appleton is beating them by like 15 points or something. Yeah. And the way for them to get ahead is if... Three strikes Alex, and a spare, right? Alex gets three strikes in and a row, Todd and then Todd has to get a spare. Right. But the thing is, is if the other team gets the three strikes, then all they need is the spare, basically. Right. So Alex goes, Does strike three one, strikes. strike two, strike three, you're out. It's not baseball. I'm kidding. He gets all three strikes. And also Alex's, in case you want to know, Alex's mom and injured grandpa show up. They don't say that his grandpa's injured. You just came up with that backstory. But his grandpa's in crutches. 
Yes. Yes, Ariana. <laughs> Dude, I did not pay attention. I feel like the grandpa had an injury and the mom went to go pick him up so that he could stay with them for a while. Yeah. I feel like that's what happened, but they just right. didn't explain it. That's wild. He's in crutches. That. <laughs> that's crazy. They re- they show up to the game. <laughs> it was like, we don't need this extra plot. You could have just left them out of the movie. You could have, but they Whatever. didn't. So, so he gets the three strikes, but then East Appleton also gets the three strikes because they're like machine robots who are constantly getting strikes. Yep. <laughs> so now it's up to Todd. Todd goes for the shot, and of course, instead of a strike... It's a 7-10 split. Now they can Which still win. he needs a spare to win. Right. So they could still win, but they have to get the 7-10 split. Once again, we forgot to mention there's foreshadowing of this as well. All throughout Todd's oh, yeah. training with Alex, he's constantly trying to master the 7-10 split and, and he can't never get can. it. And then he just says to, to Alex at one point, he goes, I'll get it when I'm under pressure or whatever. Which then you think, okay, maybe he's going to... He's going to be the one that gets but, it at the end. But come on, guys. You heard him talk about foreshadowing the substitution. So, so of course, Delia, the physics genius. Delia goes, I can get the 710 split. No problem. And Todd's like, are you sure? She goes, yes, of course, I'm sure. It's just a matter of physics. <laughs> Wait, can I just say something? Wouldn't it have been hilarious if she didn't get it? Oh yeah, I th- I that's I was like kind of hoping like low key that she wouldn't get it, it but it's so funny. She's like, I am so confident, Todd. She's you have like, no just idea. watch my ass do its shit. <laughs> and then, which saying that I didn't think that sentence through as I was saying it, but that was kind of funny. Oh, I hear sirens. They're coming for you, Ariana. Oh shit, Trudy, hide! <laughs> Trudy, get out of here! <laughs> Quick, run, Trudy! You gotta get your ass out of here. You just hear Trudy's like... <laughs> Fast. Like Scooby-Doo running. Like Tom Cruise running <laughs> in Mission Impossible. Anyway. Any who down in Whoville. Delia gets down, crouches down, and she does... First she of all... She licks her finger. Disgusting. First of all, she yeah, she licks her finger to test the wind in the room. Which You're is fucking, in a building, dumbass. so dumb. Like, what? She's, like, checking for wind resistance. And then she starts, like, spinning the thing she around her finger. She moves the ball over. Then she starts spinning it. Also, after she licked her finger. It's disgusting. Gross. And then she starts moving, spinning the ball around her finger. And then she lightly taps it. Taps it. And it forward. starts. It starts spinning and rolling down the lane. And when the I say slowest. when I say that they couldn't have stretched this scene out any longer, they literally couldn't. They couldn't. If they did, people would turn off the I movie. I was surprised we hadn't turned it off or at least fast forwarded. Yeah, it was geez. the slowest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it's just going back and forth from the lane that the bowling ball is going down to people <laughs> with their mouths dropped open like, oh, but we forgot to mention. An intensity. So Todd basically is like, okay, Delia, go do it. And then his dad comes up and says, oh, the hell you're not. Get back in the game. And Todd's like, dad, it doesn't always have to be me. Just because you want me to be the star player doesn't mean that I am the best at every single thing. And it's a very like come to Jesus moment for Todd. Yeah. And he's also kind of saying to his dad, you put too much pressure on me and you need to stop doing that. Yeah, He's like, this is supposed to be fun and you're not making it fun. He goes, I like winning. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I'd like to win because I want to, not because I. it's like pressure on me to win. Yeah. But anyway, so, so it's the longest scene ever. The 7-10 split finally happens, but it's a CGI. They couldn't even get a real 7-10 split shot. <laughs> but we're so close to seeing the 7-10 split like, shot happen. 
and then they freeze frame on Alex's face and he goes, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. He says, I know what you're thinking. Again. <laughs> and he's like, and it's like you're are you probably- drawing this scene out more? <laughs> what like, are you doing? Why would you freeze frame this? <laughs> Nobody cares. And it's just like freeze framing on everybody's face and their mouths are gaped open like they're waiting for the <laughs> sky to fall. So then we get a terrible CGI 710 <laughs> split. They win. Everyone goes berserk. And then the the boys, I guess, come up to the mayors and decide, hey, I don't think it's right that we should have this new school named after just us. So they decide and settle on Appleton Central is what the name of the school is going to be. Which should have been in general at first. Why did they think that they should name it East or West? I'm not sure. If it's shared by both people. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And so... And is this going to be a high school that they're creating? I don't know, Ariana. Because are they saying that they don't have any high school students? And maybe that's why. <laughs> I have no idea. I really don't know. Because I wasn't really paying attention to that whole plot. And then at the end, they're like, we're going to name the new school Appleton Central. I'm like, what? There's a new school? <laughs> yeah, that was very confusing. Who so, says, I love you, Alex? Is that the mom or the dad to Alex? I don't know. It might be the dad. Because I just put it as a quote. I think it's the dad. Because somebody just goes, I love you, Alex. And so then the movie ends. I mean, it was kind of nice. There wasn't really any romance necessarily. Everyone was just, it's kind of more about the friendship of Todd and Alex. I ship Kaylee and Alex. Yeah, Ariana does ship them. Also, they got great style together. (laughs) Also, we close the movie with Alex saying, if you have beef with someone, settle it in the alley. Which leaves that, if you leave that open to interpretation, somebody could beat the crap out of somebody else in an alley behind a building. Yeah. So, if you have beef with someone, settle it in the alley. Which was my moral of the story, Mel. Oh, that was my moral of the story. Aw, she. We both had the same moral of the story. I mean, I guess also, like, I don't know. Here, I'll come up with, like, a really deep one. Yeah. (laughs) As deep as we could possibly get with this movie. Is don't let your rivalries with other people in your past come between the friendships of your children. There you go. Which, honestly, that happens in several movies. Same with, like, Johnny Tsunami with the dad and the grandpa. It's like, don't let your baggage affect your kids' happiness or their relationships with people. I will say, too... Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Um. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Oh, that is one of my favorite jokes in Arrested Development. It's one of my favorite shows. Anyway, (laughs) um, part of it, too, I will say that what I really liked about this movie is that even though Alex, like, kind of, like, ditched his friends a couple times, they still were, like, chill with him coming back to the the bowling team. Like, they were like, we're still your friend regardless. Like, yeah. They were loyal. They were like, yeah, you messed up, but you've apologized and it's cool. And, like... I really like that because so many times in these freaking movies, they have like a head to head battle and then they just are like, I hate you forever until yeah. there's like a big apology. And it's like, yeah, it's All almost right. like there was just little tiffs here and there and then they got over them pretty Yeah, quick. there was nothing like huge. Like I was expecting like a big blow up at some point. Yeah. But that never happened. Which yeah. Is good. All right. Well, next week we start two movies each week. Yep. So get ready for. Rip Girls and Miracle in Lane 2 are our two movies. More of our voices, folks. <laughs> All right. Bye. Let's